Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Live across the Great Lakes State, you're connected to Michigan's most engaging and influential radio and television program, Michigan's Big Show, starring Michael Patrick Shields, presented by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Michigan, and Blue Care Network. I'm producer and creative director, Tony Cuthbert. Now in the shadow of the Capitol Dome in Lansing, he's heard from the beaches of Lake Michigan to the halls of power and behind closed doors, here's Michigan's Michael Patrick Shields. Michael Patrick Shields is on the air. Good morning, world. Good morning, Michigan. This is Scott Ellis, the executive director of the Michigan Licensed Beverage Association, filling in this morning uh, after a holiday weekend. And um, what a weekend it was. It was long and nice. Uh, I think everybody enjoyed the break. Well, you know, we're moving off of breaks and time to get back to work. And on the other end of the line this morning, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have Representative Angela Whitwer, who is the House Appropriations Chair. Good morning. Good morning, Scott. Thanks for having me this morning. Thank you, and thanks for getting up so early. I know you're you're busy, and uh, you know you have your first budget under your belt, and um, you know you you stepped up when um, the Democrats took over, and you stepped up to be the director. And how was the learning curve on that uh, taking over from policy and, and running running the budget? It was uh, it was a little bit it was bigger than I thought, but it was also exciting and um, one of the it sounds kind of odd, but one of the most fun things. I've done since I've been here, able to work with Sarah Anthony, um, the appropriations chair for the Senate, and uh, and our first go around was with Chris Harkins, and we all were able to buckle in and learn from each other. And I have great help with Marianne Cleary as the um, House Fiscal Agency lead, and she's been my right hand during this whole thing. So it it was it was really good. Well, I mean, none of us doubted that you'd be able to handle it. I've uh, worked with you on a lot of things, and you've obviously stepped up and, and taken on big challenges. Um, you know, some of the things you're going to face, obviously, you know, we know you're going right back into budget planning. It never really ends for the for the budget uh, chair. And I used to joke with Senator Thomas about, like, oh, the budget's done. You're done for the rest of the year. And he gave me a, gave me a dirty look. Um, so we know that process is starting, and you have a new budget director. Where, you know, we love Chris and going to miss Chris, but I think Jen will do great, and I have her on the show later. Um, with the House not having a majority until April, how do you see that affecting the up, uh, upcoming budget planning? We will we'll still go ahead with committee hearings, and uh, there's there's still a um, really good working relationship with the other side of the aisle on appropriations, and we'll still be meeting with people that are interested in being part of the, the budget. So all the planning will still happen. And then we'll see a House budget. Um, we'll see the governor's recommendation first. Uh, Jen will present that with the governor, and then we will move on to the House and Senate uh, bills, and they will pass in, in April, I imagine. And I know you guys will stay on track, and and I know um, you know this gives an opportunity to to a uh, you know bipartisan budget, which I know you guys always try to do, and you're very good at working on both sides of the aisle. Um, what are your goals, your personal goals in the upcoming budget? What do you want to get done? I just want to be able to support our our 
subcommittee chairs, their work is very important for the whole entire budget. And my role is just to make sure that they have all the tools and information that they need to be able to put together all the budgets so we can um, make sure that we have a balanced budget across the way. I don't really have goals other than to lead with um, clarity for all the subcommittee subcommittees, work together with Sarah Anthony and Jen, and um, do a really good bipartisan budget with my partner, Sarah, on the other side of the aisle. Well, and... and- you know, obviously, when you have this many legislators, and their job is to to work for their constituents in their area, and every part of the state has different needs. How do you balance that out? I mean, I I've talked to you on budget issues, and 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 I one time I came in, and you're like everybody's coming at me, and I get it because we've had a flush amount of money, and you know you're honest with me, and I appreciate that. Um, but how do you deal with that when you have someone coming in? You know, someone may call it a pet project, but you know it, it's not really a pet project when it is for their constituents, right? That's what they're trying to do. How do you deal with and how do you balance that um, to, to get things done? It's, it is not, it's not easy. Um, there are hundreds of people that come in and have projects for their areas. And I, I trust that it's mostly with, um, with the health side of things and with Leo. And I trust those subcommittee chairs to be able to sort through them and make priorities for each area of our state not just, you know, my area or one other person's area. It has to be able to spread it across everyone's area. The project you brought forth, for instance, hits every corner of our state and was one that was a priority of the speakers. And um, we listen to all the people and make sure that we are listening to every corner of our great state. None of them is, is more important than the other. And you do. And, and I will say that, um, you know, diving into the budget the last couple of years, the first time I got into it, and um, it, is some, it is a learning experience, and it is one of the most important jobs in the state, and, and we're glad you stepped up to take it. Um, with, with What other priorities for your constituents outside of the budget, right? You represent your area still. You don't forget about that, and I know that. And, and so what are things you have a lot going on on what we, I call the west side of, of Lansing or, you know, over there in Eaton County? Um, what are some of the things you want to do or projects that you got going on that you can talk about? We have um, we have some things that are really important um, economically. So we have large projects that surround the west side of Lansing with General Motors and other large pieces of property that are in the west side. And the biggest thing that I would see if we were able to do anything would be to support water and infrastructure um, build-outs for those kind of things. Grand Ledge has a really large project and infrastructure issue. That part of our area is growing quickly. They don't have a lot of landlock that you see in other parts of um, mid-Michigan. And so they are in need of building out their um, wastewater treatment plants. And those are really expensive things to do and need support of. So I see more of things like that, supporting our state and making sure our roads and our infrastructure is built up is one of the main priorities for me. Well, and infrastructure is key, right, to bring business in. And as a business owner, I get that. You need people to be able to get there. You need the supplies. And, you know, I had heard that there's a Dave & Buster's potentially coming in on the west side. Is that true? I've heard that. They haven't come to me and talked to me much about it. Well, you know, obviously we represent, you know, I represent the Michigan Licensed Beverage Association and we love to see places like that open and, um, you know, we hope it's true. Um, and, and I think, you know, you budgeting the infrastructure is key for them to, for their success. 
Um, what, um, what do you, when you see come back, when you guys come back, I know you're having meetings now. How, how does the process start? Does, do people just come with their goals and, and wishes first, and then you guys go from there? How does that process work with the budget? Uh, people, we basically, we've already started meeting, so we start meeting together. The principals meet and discuss um, where we want to see things go and how, you know, set ground rules, how often we're going to meet. And then um, the governor will come out with her priorities, and we we like to honor a lot of the things that the leader of the state would like to see. So um, the subcommittee chairs will then dig into their work and work with their fiscal agency counterparts and their Senate counterparts and put together um, a subcommittee budget after meeting with many, many, many um interested parties that are interested in seeing things either grow or change a little. Um, and then they bring their budget to us and we spend many weeks talking about whether it fits the plan for the state overall and, and put a good, we hope to put a good budget together by, you know, early June. Well, we're looking forward to the process and we, we know uh, obviously sitting on this over by the cap, let's see how the sausage is made, and sometimes that's scary. But you do a great job, and we appreciate having you on, Representative Angela Whitworth, the House Appropriations Chair. On each episode of My Business Matters, the Michigan Chamber podcast, a Michigan Chamber team member will sit down with a special guest or guests who are influential employers, policymakers, and leaders here in Michigan. We'll discuss relevant, timely issues affecting our state's economy, workforce, and our communities. We'll help foster pragmatic problem solving, and we'll do it with civility. Each episode is 15 to 20 minutes in length, just long enough to get the key updates and hear those important conversations while being short enough to listen on your commute or that break during your day. Check out our latest episode hosted by me, Jim Holcomb, President and CEO of the Michigan Chamber of Commerce, as we review some of the potentially damaging policy proposals on the Capitol docket this fall. We'll talk how a new coalition effort, GreatLakesGrowth.com, aims to change all of that. Like and subscribe to My Business Matters podcast on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Just search MI Business Matters. Until we connect next time on My Business Matters, I'm Jim Holcomb, President and CEO of the Michigan Chamber of Commerce. Tomorrow is happening right now. Today, more than ever, the world needs safe, secure, sustainable, and affordable sources of energy. That's why Enbridge is advancing new technologies to reduce emissions, like carbon capture and hydrogen power. By putting in the work today, we're bridging to a cleaner energy future. Tomorrow is on. Enbridge, life takes energy. Fly Lansing nonstop to Orlando on Avello Airlines and enjoy Florida sunshine in no time. Fly from Lansing's Capital Region International Airport and enjoy affordable parking, hassle-free check-in, and short security lines. Say hello to Avello with nonstop flights from Lansing to Orlando International Airport. Book your trip today at aveloair.com. That's A-V-E-L-O-Air.com. And fly Lansing. Hey, John.